welcome listener to Mind Milk Theory. I remain your host, sometimes contemporary artist, Jim Lucky. And this week we're going to continue to look at Beowulf, but instead of me doing my best impression of uh, an academic lens, this week I'd like to share with you a little bit of creative writing uh, that I did around the character of Grendel. So Grendel is the first monster that Beowulf fights. One of the interesting things about the way Grendel is treated in the story is that he's given a remarkable amount of pathos. Uh, some of the language used for Grendel is that of a, a warrior um, and of an exile. Uh, he's, of course, you know, very obviously in exile, being a descendant of Cain. Um, but the idea of exile, the idea of being outside of community, was uh, commonplace in Anglo-Saxon culture because it's pretty much the worst thing that could happen to you. There, you know, there is no state to look after you. So unless you are within a community, contributing into the common and and benefiting from the gifts of, of a lord or king, uh, you know, without being part of a group, you would really suffer. Life would be very, very difficult. There are quite a few um, manuscripts about that from the Anglo-Saxon period, and uh, Grendel is a character that is described in those terms. He is not just a monster. Uh, there's some element of his outsiderness has created his monstrous appearance in a way. And this piece of writing that I'm going to share is from the point of view of a, an exile from a, you know, a different community that happens upon Heroic in his wandering during the time that uh, Grendel is terrorising the hall. I'm just going to launch straight into it. Hard my lot, a wanderer, my lord turns his face away. My ring-giver passed my rings to another, and I have had to survive alone. I move from place to place, solitary but for memories of my master's mead hall. The food we tasted, and the stories we heard on the lyre. We had become only me, and who would take me in now? In the summer I slept outdoors, told myself I could live this way. But I have travelled too far north, and the winter bites too hard. One night, I came upon a settlement, fenced round with broken timbers. The building sat sad, squat and sombre, but in the centre was a hall, towering and lit, with the sounds of reverie within. Cold pinched at my fingers. I knocked on the great door and hoped the king inside would show me some kindness, if only for a night. I noticed that the door was riddled with deep scratches and patch repairs, but I had not the time to wonder about the door, as it quickly opened and I was pulled inside. Behind me it was shut tight again against the wind. All eyes in the hall were on me, but I quickly found the eyes of the lord of the hall and bowed to him. Thanked him for his kindness. What are you doing outside? The king said. Don't you know Grendel is at large? Forgive me, my lord. I do not know who Grendel is. Is he your enemy? 
Perhaps if I might fight with you against this foe, I, a stranger, might be able to stay longer amongst your thanes. The king laughed at that. You fight, Grendel. <laughs> Come, little one, sit on the bench. My word shaper will tell you what Grendel is. I sat down, quiet, glad to have been allowed to stay. I stared into the flames as the poet stood and addressed the room. Stoke the fire, says the story shaper. Sit you down, hear this grim tale. Tonight the damned one stalks his prey, this night old timbers quiver in Heruat. Their king is coming, their twelve years ruler. This is the tale of Grendel, night stalker. Slipping in through shadow he comes, sliding about in shivering mists. Wasteland wanderer disturbs their peace. Wherever there is rejoicing, his ire too comes. Cast out to the marshes, cursed over generations. Cain's king, misshapen man, marked with sorrows. Comes in the black night, comes to the hall, comes to seek his tribute, comes close to the door. I leapt to my feet then, took a wide stance, facing the old door and drew my weapon ready to defend the hall. The room around me erupted in laughter. Then, as it subsided, the story shaper addressed me in particular. Not since my exile had any man given me so much mind. He spoke. Sheath your sword, vain warrior, whomever you may be. Shadow needs no armour, you cannot pierce him. Challenges must try to wrestle the creature, charge toward him unarmed and unarmoured. Grendel's arms will take you, grip you tight and crush you. Wisdom would see you exit this company, wander on your own sorrowful journey. Our weird rests here, our judgment and doom. Fate for us is sealed in Grendel's grip. For you somewhere else calls you to your own oblivion. The story shaper turned away then, to continue to tell the group of Grendel's deeds and remember those he had already taken. Heruot was damned. I could have stayed. At least then I would have had been part of some community. But I was haunted by the thought of the Shadowganger. I slipped out the door as the poet's voice rang on in clear telling of Grendel's evils. Out into the night came the sound of his voice from the hall, and into that night I hoped to slip. As I passed out of earshot, I heard the story shaper saying something about how the middle plane was formed, but I could not make out the detail. Mist rolled out from the hills, and as I pushed into the forest, that mist enveloped the settlement and the hall, cover for the night stalker. I wandered on, hopeful not to meet Grendel as he drifted toward the hall.